And I'm not a groupie. I've just been around a bit. In fact, I was in Slovakia when the remains of Francis Rakosi were brought home from Turkey. Oh. In 1906. What? I'm a bit older than I look. Let me guess. You got the portrait of Dorian Gray in your closet? No. A time machine. What? Ah, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but, uh, here in the States, don't you drive on the right side? Just trying to make you feel at home. What a wonderful hostess! I haven't had this much fun for at least seven lives. We're running out of road. Any ideas? Why didn't I think of this before? What is that? Some kind of gun? No! A screwdriver! A what? A screwdriver! <gasps> oh, never mind. What could a screwdriver going to... You were saying... <laughs> Can I get one of those at Home Depot? Not on this planet, no. Broken Sea Audio Productions presents Doctor Who, starring Mark Kalita as The Doctor, David Subkowiak as George, Laura Post as Olivia Lepluet, Episode 5, In Plain Sight, Part 2, by Stephen J. Cohen. Any trouble, Casabon? No, sir. None at all. Excellent. You have become quite adept at handling our interlopers. Thank you, sir. From time to time, I wonder... Wonder what, sir? I wonder how they must feel when they awake. Somewhere strange, no memory of where they have been. All references to me removed from both their pockets and their minds. <clears throat> Yes, sir. When you became my servant all those years ago, Kazabon, I did not intend for you such a clandestine existence. The city has grown. So many people. It has been so simple, really. Right here, you and I have stayed right here in plain sight. But still they do not see. Just two more faces in their infinite crowd, as it were. You look ill, Kazabon. The time draws near for you to renew the covenant that invoked me. Ah, has it been that long already? Of course it has. How foolish of me to forget. Forgive me, sir. 
but I was under the impression that part of your curse was that you could not forget. So it is, Kazebon. Yes. From the moment that it came upon me, I knew all. A greater curse could not be imagined. Eh, such is the existence of Le Comte Saint-Germain. My memory stretches to both the dawn and the dusk of this world. To be born and to die in fire. Do you remember our estate in Cardiff? Yes, sir. We left there nearly 200 years ago. In Cardiff, the world changes. History moves. The past and the future are not stable. I do not understand, sir. The city sits upon a rift in existence. The very fabric of the world is torn asunder, and as it tears and heals itself, new histories are born. As history changes, my mind fogs. Eventually it leaves. For me, living in Cardiff was a way of forgetting for a time. Yes, sir. Time has shifted here recently as well. Not nearly as violently as living upon the rift, but some random element has definitely come here. It changes things. I see, sir. Yes, well, before the next full moon, Casabon, I will renew your enchantment. Thank you, sir. We lost them. Well, until they've done my plates. What are you doing now? Looking for someone. With a screwdriver. Scanning for alien life signs. With a screwdriver. It's a bit more than a screwdriver. Gathered that. Who are you looking for? A friend. So your friend's an alien? Yep. Right. I'm one too. Are not. I am. Two hearts. Have a listen. Wow. Yep. Hang on. Found something? Yes, but it's not George. George? Your alien friend is named George? Yes, but this isn't him. Oh, bad. This is bad. This is more than bad. This is big, bad, bad, bad! Not good, then? No, not good. It's a hemovore. Wait, vore as in eater, and hemo as in blood? An alien blood eater in New Orleans? Great, it might as well be a needle in a haystack. What are you doing now? Calling George. With your eyes closed? We're psychically linked. Don't you have a phone setting in that screwdriver? Uh, what do you think this is? An iPod? A what? Hmm? Uh, not invented yet. Never mind. Just give me a moment. Done. He's on his way. The hemovore. 
is in that house. 2232 St. Charles Avenue. Wait a minute. That's the address on the paper we found in that guy's jacket. So it is. So a 300-year-old Transylvanian prince living in New Orleans that's really a blood-eating creature from another planet. It's starting to look that way, yes. And that's what's troubling me. Explain. The vampires and the hemovores are from two different timelines. If they are both here, then something is very wrong in the fabric of time and space. Timelines? So you're a two-hearted alien time traveler? Time Lord, actually. And before you ask, the screwdriver is not my time machine. What do we do now? Are you crazy? I've been called worse in my time. May I help you? I most humbly apologize for this unannounced intrusion. I know it is quite irregular, but may we request an audience with your master, his lordship? It is most unusual. This way, sir. Madam? Smooth. Thank you. If you would please wait here, sir, madam. Uh, who shall I say is calling? I'm a friend of the family's, actually. An old friend. His lordship, Francis II, counted me among his most trusted advisers at one time. Francis II, sir? Yes. I helped arrange his escape from the fortress at Neustadt. Mind you, getting him into Poland was no easy feat. Sir, the events you referred to happened three hundred years ago. Yes, I know. Very well, sir. What are you doing? Trust me. But just trust me. Oh my, you look just like him! Well, except around the eyes... Those are Princess Amelia's eyes. Sorry, I must have you at a disadvantage. No, Doctor, you don't. Your face is different than my dear father described it. But I know your bearing, sir. You are the Doctor, are you not? Yes. Yes, I am. Is this Miss Josephine? Oh, Joe Grant! <laughs> my, it has been a long time, hasn't it? May I present Olivia? Olivia Lapluie. I'm honored, your lordship. <laughs> Lapluie? Interesting. Ah, Lapluie. Your family name is the Rain. Yes, my family's been here in New Orleans for years, and we've caused a bit of trouble in our time. Enough that my father and his brothers were often referred to as Lapluie approchant Donnez la Sauda. <laughs> the approaching storm? <laughs> Very interesting. My lord, would you mind if Please, I... Please, doctor, do not stand on formalities. Call me Francois. Well, Francois, would you mind if I scanned you with this device? It will only take a moment. Be my guest, doctor. 
100% human. So it isn't him, then. What are you talking about? Completely human. But impossibly old. Yes, doctor. Okay, now I'm lost. Francis II was my father, Miss Lapluie. And I led a normal life before the curse, 300 years ago. So he's a normal human being, but he's 300 years old. Forget 300 years. Forget 3,000. Even 3 million live. What happened to you? You shouldn't exist. You can't exist. And now, now is not the time, Doctor. My mind is only now starting to clear. You are looking for someone, yes? Yes. A blood demon. Yes, and our trail led right to your door. I am beginning to see again. Damn this fog in my mind. I have been blind to it, and all the while it has been right here in front of my face. You rang, sir? Yes, Casabon. Come here a moment, won't you? How may I be of assistance, sir? It's not me, Casabon. It's the doctor. Hemavore! You! How did you get here? The Great One is gone! You do not belong here! You can't be here! Tell me! Lord Orcon invoked me upon the form created by this old wizard. Lord Orcon serves the one true Great One. Lord Orcon serves the vampire. Orcon is dead! I live, Doctor. And I am free. Free of the prison you left me in. Your agents may have prevented me bringing through the great vampire, but they did not stop me. My agents? The witch, the girl, and the lizard. Yes, your agents, Doctor. I know your hand in all things. And I know how to stop a hemovore. Quickly, take hands! No! After him! Before he kills again! Where did he go? He just turned down Delshay Street. He's heading for the levee. The levee? Water! We've got him! Hey, be careful up there! It's really narrow, and the other side is... a long way down. It's no good, Casabon. You can't cross the water. If you serve Ocon, then you have the weaknesses of a vampire as well as those of a hemovore. You're done for. You are a fool, Doctor, to believe such simple things could ever stop the power of the great vampire. You have nowhere to run. I will finish you now! Duck! Are you okay? Fine. What do we do? I have no idea. Don't you have a plan? Not yet. Die, Doctor! Doctor! You're next! Wanna bet? Take this! 
<laughs> Your actions are pointless. Let go! <coughs> Doctor, are you okay? I'm fine. Just wet. Again. So, Kazabon, no fear of crossing moving water? Okay, fair enough. It's probably safe to assume that garlic would be useless too. I mean, unless you had a cold. Garlic can be very useful for that. I am losing patience. Fine, fine. There is one thing, though. Isn't there, Casabon? An old solution. A very old solution. What is it? At the dawn of time, my people fought the great vampires. And back then, there was only ever one way to be sure they were truly dead. We used bowships. Hugely massive flying spikes. We plunged into the heart of each and every one of them. A stake through the heart. Destroying it. Utterly. Through the heart? It's not quite a stake, but would a broken wooden plank do? Perfectly. I can't believe I'm doing this. Right. Are you all right? Yes. Through his heart. Right through his heart. It splintered when we hit. Let me... Olivia, let me help. He's dead. Not quite yet. Their cardiovascular system is quite incredible. Soon, though. See that light on the horizon? All we have to do is wait. The light of day will finish him off. You, uh, don't need to be here for this. George should be here soon. You could go back to his lordship's house and have some tea. I mean, coffee. <laughs> what? And not see it through to the end? No way. Thank you. How long should it take? About an hour into daylight should do it. New dawn, new millennium. Happy New Year, Miss Laplume. Happy New Year, Doctor. Honestly, Doctor, I didn't even hear the splash. And until you reached out to me with your mind, I couldn't seem to figure out where you were. It all worked out in the end, George. That's what matters. But I hate leaving unanswered questions. I never did get a real explanation, Your Lordship. You will understand this more than most, Doctor. This is not the time for explanations. It will become clear to you eventually, but not now. I'm not accustomed to being on the receiving end of that speech. But, in memory of your father, I'll trust in what you say. Thank you, Doctor. Right. Here we are. What in the world is a police box? Fifty years ago, they were all over London. This one is actually 
my time machine. You'll notice it doesn't look like a screwdriver. <laughs> ah, but from time to time, when an adventure is over, occasionally there is someone who wants to join my crew and see a bit of the universe. Really? Usually I try and discourage them. As you can see, it can be rather dangerous traveling with me. I understand. But I won't discourage you. There is something strange about you, Miss Laplouis. Gee, thanks, Doctor. Oh, I didn't mean it that way. Uh, how close are you to finishing that thesis? I just have a few days of editing to do. Why? And it's all on your laptop. Yeah? Why not spend the next six months traveling with us? It's got to be six months waiting tables. I could do that? Yes. Hmm. Thank you. We'll be off then. Goodbye, my lord. Until we meet again, Doctor. Yes. Until we meet again. Doctor Who. In Plain Sight. Part 2. By Stephen J. Cohen. Directed and produced by Paul Mannering. Doctor Who theme music remixed by Danny Stewart. Based on the original Doctor Who theme composed by Ron Granier from an original mix by Delia Derbyshire. Additional music by Stevie Farnaby. And various artists from acidplanet.com. Starring Mark Kalita as The Doctor. David Subkoyak as George. Laura Post as Olivia Lepluet. Stephen Kilcullen as Francois Rocosi. Gareth Preston as Cussable. Broken Sea Audio Productions has released this podcast under a Creative Commons license. For details, please visit www.brokensea.com slash Doctor Who. Original work, including the script, music and effects featured in this production, are the properties of their creators and were used with permission for this production. Doctor Who and most related concepts and characters are the property of the British Broadcasting Company. Other related characters and concepts are the property of Terry Nation. No copyright infringement is intended.